The people ask, is this a real crisis or a government takeover? The government responds, why can't we have both? This is LAAF. If you like high adventure, come with me. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. From Los Angeles, California, this is L.A. The City of the Dead, featuring Captain Friday. And welcome to it. It's going to be a weird one. It's only going to get weirder. We all raise a dull knife that my fleeting memory will use to cut away the stain Rusted damages with a blade that cuts like my noisiest supplications Collect electric unrefutable non-negotiable ideologies They blast away like black rabbits running rabbit through the trees The faint effervescence of my calamitous brain chases its own tail and bites the dirty rotten legs off of its own dark lineage Thus the whole staking pivotal revelation of revolution Once in a while, somebody pops out a song that sounds like the noise in your head. And for me, that song... That song is Temple. I do quite like the computer self-destruct part. I am both reliant upon computers and dreadful and hateful of them. Um, song by my buddy Micah Cohn. <laughs> it is very noisy and very weird. Uh, it is called Temple. It is available on Bandcamp. Just search Micah Cohn Temple. Um, I just purchased the track. I, I recommend you go and just purchase all of your friends' tracks uh, or movies or, uh, you know, Etsy, whatever they make on Etsy. Um, I've been trying to do my part, you know. Anybody that offers stuff that's like under $10, <laughs> hey, link me. I'll buy that. <laughs> I'm sure I can give it as a Christmas gift come Christmas time. Um, yeah, welcome to LAAF. Uh, this is supposedly for Tuesday, the 13th. Tuesday the 13th. 
We are still in the midst of the thing. The thing is happening, everybody. Do not be afraid. The numbers are on your side, etc., etc. That's me being positive. It's not my natural state of resting. I'm putting an effort in right now. I saw some pictures from uh, my surrogate hometown. I was born in Long Beach, but I spent a great deal of my life in Northern California in a very idyllic, little, cute, uh, beautiful town that is like now empty. I saw these pictures from it that this man who wrote this song shared actually. Why I'm playing this song. He shared it, and I saw these pictures, about 25, 26 pictures uh, of just an empty town. It's a very quiet town as it is, but it sort of bustles with life. There's little street fairs everywhere, and there's little food things, and the, the, the very few homeless characters are quite charactery, and it's just a very fun thing. Um, and it was just empty, just a ghost town. It was weird because there were no cars parked on the streets in any of the pictures. And then in one picture, obviously some shop owner inside their shop doing shop things, and um, there were cars parked on the street. And just this one picture, one out of 26 or whatever. And uh, that made me, that took me aback. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I think someone's home. Got to take my cans off. Um, but yeah, I was like, wow, that's the only picture out of, uh, 25 where there's someone that, you know, there's, a, a a sign of life in it. There's no sign of life in my hometown. Um, a little bit later, I'm going to try to talk to one of my colleagues from up there and get the skinny. Um, my guess is that up there it's, you know, people are more spread out. The more room people seem to naturally or usually rather have between them, the more, uh, the more they're okay. Um, and I, uh, this is an audio only show. I'm trying to do like four or five of them a week. <laughs> I don't know why. Nobody's really listening. The name of my first podcast, nobody's listening. Awesome. Um, but what the hell, why not? Uh, and hey, some of you are listening. That's not to discount the people who are listening and thank you. Um, this guy, so I'm going to call up my buddy. A little later. I hope I get through to him. I hope all the connections work. He's a sound guy, so he's going to laugh at me if the connections uh, do not work. Um, but that's coming up a little later in the show. Um, we've got more. This is not as obscure, this rap here. It is not. You've heard this before. I don't even have to introduce. Why am I a Scotch-Irish Cherokee who listens to hardly anything but rap? I don't know, but hey, share, share it with me. To pull a breezy, smoke trees, and we stay drunk. Yo, our activism attacking the system. The blacks and Latins in prison, numbers in prison. They victim black in the vision. Shit, and know they got us rapping to listen to. I let them know we missing you. The love is unconditional, even when the condition is critical. Just because everyone's mentioning it, I will mention Tiger, Tiger King. I got suckered into watching this thing. Uh, I'm with OJ Simpson on this, which is something I've never said before in my life. Um, but uh, white people, you need to leave those animals alone, okay? And um, that goes for all people. Uh, I'm not, 
you know, I'm not singling out white people, but it, you know, it was all white people. Um, but yeah, this show, my guess is just timing. And it tells me something about success too, you know, something further about success, you know, is that success is a lot of timing, you know, some specific skill and some specific timing. That's your recipe for success. I feel because, uh, that show, I don't think would have gone anywhere. I think it would have been just a backwater. A few people are talking about it. You hear about it in like the true crime nut type circles, you know, but it doesn't necessarily make it to, you know, page one of every single uh, uh, newspaper and website. And it's the story too. Story one is the global, na- uh, nationwide and global uh, thing thing uh, that's happening. You know that thing. And number two is Tiger King, and it's almost over. I mean, it's kind of like not anymore. The election is coming back into number two place, maybe. Uh, since Bernie dropped, oh yeah, Bernie dropped. We got to talk about that. Some people are stoked. Some people are not. I kind of liked Bernie. But I don't know, he would have become president, and I don't like any presidents. So I'm, I'm, I'm at an impasse with presidential candidates that I actually like. Because they're, if they win, they'll become president. Like, I liked Obama, and then he became president, and I didn't like him anymore. He didn't turn off the drones. <laughs> I, um... But that's Tiger King. I mean, I enjoyed it. Everybody enjoyed it. But I don't think we'd be talking about it as much if it weren't for the other thing. Story number one. Um, I have one recommendation for you, though. You need to try this. Everybody needs to try this because it is amazing. And I'll get some titles for you later. I don't know. Just keep, keep listening to the show. But I will get some specific titles of some specific stuff that, that I've uh, seen and I'll also be doing a review of uh, Cats, which I saw. Cats, it's a, a musical extravaganza. It's meant to be a Broadway show, but they turned it into a movie. So it was an interesting, and I have a, just a, a tiny, teensy clip. You know, I don't think I'm violating any copyright, right when I, if I just show that on, uh, but that'll be on the Facebook Live show, maybe end of the week, something like that, sometime during the week. Um, but just, Google, don't Google, um, go in your Netflix and go in the search and just uh, put in Bollywood action, okay? That is my recommendation for you. Uh, You may have to turn the sound all the way down to enjoy it, but enjoy it you will. Because never have you seen a genre of action movies that all have a solid seven, eight, nine minute dance break right in the middle, right smack in the middle of two gunfights in the middle of all these movies. Bollywood action. That's all you need to know. I mean, you'll really find the gems, and I'll mention some names to you on future shows because um, oh, the, the very first one I discovered was amazing, and I'll figure out the name for you later on. But Bollywood action, uh, if you want to kill the evening um, or just get real high and enjoy something stupid, um, it's not... You know, they just have fun. They have fun making these movies. And so, and therefore, they are completely out of 
any kind of reality. They're very theatrical, they're very silly, but then there's like crazy violence too. People put a rebar through somebody's shoulder, but then the next scene is like the choreographed dance number with ponies and stuff. Oh, it's just such a mix of, it's an emotional roller coaster in a way that you could never imagine. Bollywood action. Just put that in your search. Try it in Amazon. I don't know. I don't know. Do, do, do it in Hulu. Who cares? Um, the other story I heard, and this affects me personally as a horticulturalist, is bat guano. Okay, bat guano. People aren't ordering bat guano because of the bat association or whatever that is. Okay. Um, no, let's not have that. Okay, I need my bat guano. It goes in my garden, makes my vegetables delicious. Okay, bat guano, essential to horticulture. I'm going to go down to the garden shop on Monday, which is when I'm going back to work. <laughs> I don't know. Don't be mad at me. And don't face mask shame me either. I was out for my jog the other day, even before government ordered face masks. And some guy, poor old guy rolling along. I'm giving him like 15 feet. And he pauses his, uh, you know, he's got the, uh, the wheelie chair. He pauses his wheelie chair and kind of shakes his finger at me a little bit. I'm like, oh, man, I know this is about masks. I'm sorry, buddy. But first, listen to a word from our sponsor. Uh, the sponsors are knocking down my door. So don't face mask shame me. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. It's not helping anything. If you have the face mask on, you're protecting yourself and the other person. So that's great of you, and you're a hero and everything. But don't shame me for not wearing one. I'm claustrophobic. I'll choke if I put one of those on. And uh, I haven't been going for my run. I will not go if it's face mask time. <laughs> I can't do it. Claustrophobic. Leave me alone. If you're claustrophobic too, at me. If, if, if you are not sensitive to claustrophobics, then don't at me. Um, anyways. Also, one plug, uh, I mean, not a plug, just, man, something I enjoy. If you're trying to get out of the, the general nonsense, you know, and just escape for a few minutes, uh, then you got to listen to Comedy Bang Bang. Comedy Bang Bang. It's so good. And they're not over, I mean, they mention it once in a while, you know, like we do over here. They're like, oh, hey, that's happening, and uh, it uh, maybe could be a joke because of this, but other than that, what, what are you going to do? And then they move along and they do their characters and they do their, <laughs> their cute little characters and things that they do little actors over there just acting and little cartoon voices, girls acting like they're boys over there. Anyway, Comedy Bang Bang, just because, just for its lack of uh, Corona uh, coverage, I mean, you can't, you can't, oh yeah, and um, 
the Parcast history. Go on to uh, the iTunes or the iHeart or any of the eyes and check out the Parcast history um, podcasts. But those are pretty dry. I warn you of the dryness. Uh, gonna hit a few reviews. Um, we've got reviews uh, of cats, um, the specific Bollywood action movies I was talking about before. <laughs> I'll have a couple reviews of those for you, and you can watch them. And uh, this is all stuff that's free. Oh no, cats is not free. Cats is not free. Um, they should pay you to watch it. That's the one thing I'll say. They should pay you to watch it. Um, I love theater, and I did not like Cats. <laughs> I did not. Um, I work in theater generally um, as my mostly full-time job. A uh, little bit of television type production, video production as well. Um, but yeah, theater. And I'm hoping to kind of put together a show. You tell me what you think of this, because I don't know. I fucking just the host, man. Um, but I wanted to get like my theater people to call in, maybe have you know just general brief conversations with them about uh, the state of it. That's the thing. Why I'm interested in it is because people are packed together in there. I mean, I'm a little interested in sports, just generally, uh, sp- generally speaking, in terms of demographics or whatever. But I don't care if they go away. I care a lot if theater goes away. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd like to hear from people. What are the plans? I know some people who administrate facilities. I know some, some people who were planning on seasons. Um, so probably none of them listen to the podcast. I'll have to call them up and figure out a way to get them on here. Um, but I would love to have that conversation and just devote like the half an hour to it at some point because it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough shaking hands and hugging again. And who knows what's going to happen with people getting together in rooms, you know, when the, the stupid government will even lighten up on the, you know, the whole thing. Um, but I realize everybody's doing what they have to do now. I'm just getting antsy. You know, you know how it is. It comes to dying and killing for a dream you were given. Last thing in your mind is how you seem by the system. Be willing to go to those extremes for your vision. Shit, I'm no smart, I'm fucking retarded. I just know enough to not eat directly where the dog shits. If Uncle Sam wanna threaten my health, tell him he have to come and get me yourself. Motherfucker. I got a letter from the government the other day. How open and read it and burned that man the way that I live don't concern that man we gon' have to settle this another way a letter from the government the other day how open and read it and burn that man the way that I live don't concern that man we gon' have to settle this another way now I know those words are true So, yes, anyway, more music than usual. I'm kind of gearing up for our guest. I hope that, uh, I hope you're enjoying it. 
Um, we are going to be having a call in pretty soon, and I just wanted to let you know that you can, I mean, always send me a message on Messenger, but uh, also call in when the show's happening. When you see the show happening on Facebook Live, or when you hear the show happening on your podcast. Just give us a call. Be fun to talk. Get dressed up for it. And check us out on Patreon slash L-A-A-F. Because that's where you could give me money. Yeah, still hanging in there, um, drinking tons of coffee. I had the coffee habit down to like two, three, four, five, six cups a day, you know, definitely less than a pot. Um, but, uh, and that's, that's what I'm working on today. Definitely on cup three right now. Cup of coffee number three. And uh, that's fine. What's, uh, what's wrong with that, man? It's there. I also took a little bit of uh, my other medication before today's show, which is why I'm spazzed out. Uh, this medication was prescribed to me many years ago by the Lord our God. <laughs> Some old hippie once told me it was their right as a human being to smoke marijuana. And I was like, that's a very specific right. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's my right as a human being. I agree though. It is your right as a human being. And uh, someone, a generous uh, subscriber, gifted us some uh, plenty, plenty to get by. So we're taking advantage. We are enjoying it. And why the fuck not, right? Because I'm harder than you think. I told you it was going to get weird today. But I don't care. We got to wake up somehow, right? Stand up. Get those uh, quads working. Do a couple squats. I'm doing it right now. Wait. I'm going to do it. Okay, here we go. I got the worst chair for broadcasting. Okay, but I'm squatting now. Everybody do it with me. I'm like, okay, 28, 56, 100. Oh, man. Helps to get the blood flowing. I have so many fitness friends who are, like, doing workouts on the... They're doing workouts on the Facebook Live. They're shaming me. No, but I put up a pull-up bar in my room. I told you guys about that. New listeners, blah, blah. Maybe you want to know. Maybe you don't. Put up a pull-up bar, man, in your room. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got here. Going to check in with some old buddies. 
I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah, you can hear that. Hello. Hey, Darren. How's it going, man? Hey, how are you? Pretty good. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I got you. Oh, cool, man. So, uh, Darren is my buddy from... Turn that down. Um, Darren is my buddy from Nevada County uh, up in NorCal. I was uh, talking a little bit on the show just now about how maybe since people are like way more spread out up there, maybe, you know, they're not uh, they're not quite as freaked out as we are here who are crammed together in in boxes. <laughs> what? Well, you know, yeah, it's really it's really interesting. Um, different people kind of have different takes on it and yeah you know you can almost kind of tell how somebody's going to react based on previous kind of ideologies that they may or may not hold yeah i know um, isn't that also, weird it is you can almost you can almost kind of it, 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 how somebody's going to react it makes perfect sense to you um based on where they have historically been at with the way they think about things. So, yeah. If the, and of course, there's a lot of vacillating. People will vacillate back and forth. But overall, up here, um, people are fairly, you know, they're not all freaked out. Like like you say, if you, li if you lived in a big apartment world and, um, <laughs> you know, like New, New York's really having a hell of a time, of course, as you know, because, you know, riding the subways and all that, um, they were, they really, they were, you know, any, any population that's closely connected, this thing's spreading to them. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all absolutely proximity, and um, there's a lot of people. I know when I lived up there, I lived rurally. You know, I had a little cabin out in the woods. Yeah. I, if I wanted to, I wouldn't have to see people for two, two, three weeks. <laughs> Which most of the time you probably didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How is I? I was uh, also talking earlier about theater. It's a classical, you know, gathering place. It's almost like almost every business in the world can open up again, besides your theaters. <laughs> you know, they're almost going to be on the longest timeline. And uh, besides thinking Absolutely. about my own unemployment, I remember what such a great theater town. You know, Nevada City and Grass Valley are. You and your family run a small theater. Like, how? What's the projection? What's the timeline? Like, are people going? So we were just. Yeah, we, we just had a conversation yesterday, and, um, you know, of course, me, with my ideology, I'm a little more uh, along the lines of, hey, let you know, uh, sooner the better. Let's just go for it. We can't, you know. Um, I'd rather die on my then, feet than live on my knees. Yeah, that kind of thing. And then and then my dad's a little more, uh, uh, he's a little more uh, maybe... Um, pragmatic about it meaning his vibe is well it doesn't matter what i think it matters what the what the what the community thinks right so he's like i could put up a show and if everybody's still scared to death and what then i can't put it up and so he's kind of thinking maybe he might wait till august for his first one wow any thoughts of yeah any thoughts of um streaming We've we've had in my community we've had conversations about how can we do something streaming you know maybe even with two cameras or something you know uh. <laughs> yeah you know I mean with the work put in you know from a from a kind of a nuts and bolts kind of 
thing is you know the work that you would have to put in and then so you'd stream it out a couple cameras would be cool and you could get a decent feed and everything but then you know you have a venmo or a paypal account i i, I don't know that it i don't know that it although it could it could it could surpass any idea that we might have about who would participate in in financially supporting that thing but you know the bottom line i think jimmy is uh, there's a lot of people that are in somewhat sketchy boats right now um I, you know people that i thought were pretty financially savvy and and solvent are sitting there telling me they got a couple weeks and they're they're done so right. they're yeah you remember ever uh even from parents or grandparents hearing about anything similar to this the closest thing i can think of is my grandma uh especially on my dad's side had you know as recollections as a child of the dust bowl and that you know is the closest thing i can i can think of and it's still not you know the elements are not similar you know it's it's way different yeah, so so I, so I look out after this old man uh next door here and he's 94 and 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 so i'm i'm there, i'm with him every morning every evening and anyway i asked him i go have you ever seen some shit like this he goes, the only thing I saw close to this was he, and then he kind of couldn't remember exactly. He goes, something around in the late thirties, there was this thing called infantile paralysis and everybody was scared to death of it. But, you know, outside of, outside of like, you know, the 1917 thing, I don't know that we've ever, well, we've never seen any, any, any economic shutdown like this. I don't think at this scale, no. this is national, you know, you know, back in the day, they'd kind of maybe do it locally. I know up here in Nevada County, uh, during the 1917 i think there was some 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 distancing they were trying to do and whatnot but right. this is all over the country and all over the western world for that matter that really puts my conspiracy mind to rest more than anything else you know i mean i'd be the first to accuse our government of something crappy like takeover or the fact that it's happening every single country on the planet it's like well i guess you guys are a little off the hook i mean <laughs> I know you're grabbing. Right. I know you're grabbing, grabbing y'all some power while you can. But at the same time, I, I don't. I'm backing off on. Uh, you know, this is a completely government created. <laughs> right, right, you know. right. You know, um, but I, I do tend to entertain a, 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 a light conspiracy around China. Yeah. Because China's yeah. actions, of course, you know they. They supposedly stopped flights interior in the interior of China, but they didn't bother to stop the flights to Spain or Italy or the U.S. Yeah, I know. And knowing knowing the uh, the ill favor we sort of hold with them as it is, and the fact that they'd love any chance to manipulate, you know, our society in any way, that's hard oh, yeah. hard to think that if they either knew it was happening that they would hold back or. If they, you know, if the, or that, you know, something deliberate didn't happen in that regard, you know, putting some well, sick yeah, people it, on some planes isn't the hardest thing in the world to do. Absolutely. You know, and, and I saw a few videos that were snuck out of China and I mean, they were literally welding apartment buildings shut, dumping big piles of dirt in front of doorways, trapping people in yeah. there. But then they also allowed, uh, I heard something like 5 million uh, citizens from Wuhan to flee. Yeah, and they let basically let them flee not into the interior of China, not to Beijing, but let them flee to the Western world. Right. So there is a slight bit of conspiracy in my mind that, you know, either China kind of 
did this as a payback for some of the trade things that we've been doing to them, the the change in the paradigm that was kind of occurring. Yeah. Um, either that or they were just kind just of a, your basic. What was that? Kind of a crime of opportunity. You know, you see something happening and you go, okay, well, I'll push this along a little bit. Even if it was something as subtle as that, I'd, I'd tend to, to uh, if not believe it, investigate it at least. Yeah, well, then no, no matter where that falls down, the interesting thing is, as, as, as many of us have seen, is, and we're having serious discussions about what's China's role going forward in our manufacturing. Uh, at what point do we have national security concerns over what they're manufacturing for us. I mean, right. they're manufacturing everything. You know, I had a conversation with a friend. One reason we can't get toilet paper, and I don't know this to be a fact, but you just think about it. There's not a bunch of shipments from China. <laughs> and if China's making our our penicillin, well, they're damn sure making our toilet paper. There's a few quite necessary drugs that they, they uh, manufacture over there almost exclusively. And, you know, I... I I hope that our government is smart enough to uh, subsidize production of those specific elements here in the states instead of letting that continue to go on. But I mean, I don't know. It seems like a. a well, I've been asking the question, Jimmy. Who, you know, where did it become a good idea uh, amongst our politicians to turn the communist government of China into the biggest corporation on the planet? Who thought that was smart? Yeah. I don't. I, it, who thought that enabling them through our policies, um, allowing our companies, our manufacturers to pick up whole factories and move them to China? Who thought that was a good idea? Yeah. And uh, and uh, today's uh, communists are not yesterday's communists. There's a, a, such a, a huge uh, element of capitalism in your communist regimes these days, you know, all the carrots and sticks that we use on um, your uh, Kim Jong's and your uh, President Xi's, you know, they're all uh, financial, they're all capitalist, they're all market based. And so, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I have a hard time, you know, deciding even what China is. All I know is that they are opportunist, you know, and that they'll, they're pretty- yeah. So in 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 a normal capitalist um, system, you need to have great contract law, great law um, that people can can rely on. People can feel confident getting into contracts, um, doing business. When you turn capitalism over to a, a a basically, for lack of a better word, a totalitarian government, right? Yeah. The um you're really really playing a playing a really wild game because you're you're injecting the the prosperity that capitalism can bring into a totalitarian uh the structure yeah that can use that in any way they see fit and what we've seen coming out of china in my opinion is is an imperialistic bent they yeah. they are all, all over africa um they're even in our the gulf of mexico um, they're in everywhere. Vietnam. They just had an incident in Vietnam where they where they fired on a ship in a Vietnamese ship. Yeah, well, and speaking of ships in Vietnam, you know that that aircraft carrier, um, their their soldiers apparently picked it up, or their their sailors apparently picked it up at a stop in Vietnam. Yeah. So what I found interesting though is India has incredibly low numbers. 
Yeah. And I don't know how India can have such low numbers. And be so dense. Well, that and their neighborhood is is filled with it. Uh, Oh, yeah. I kind of... I kind of came to a conclusion, well, maybe they're so robust that a little coronavirus isn't anything to their immune systems, right? Right. Well, and also people <laughs> people everywhere are talking about what if this already did around, you know, especially in California, they're theorizing they, I don't know who they are, but I heard this, you know, from one of the doctors who talks on the radio constantly that... Um, uh, you know that a, a round of this disease possibly made it made its way through uh, in January time frame, and you know people are reporting that and they're ta- retesting people's blood that they took back then. And I went to the doctor with an illness around that time frame, and I hope they retest my blood because it'd be great to know if you're immune. You know, but um, well, I. Uh... I absolutely think that given our proximity, you know, San Francisco is very, very closely aligned with China in, in so many ways. Um, I, I do think that it, it's highly likely that it has made a pass through here. Um, we know the mortality numbers, you know, where we're at. Uh, yeah, and that there, know, we have two major shipping ports that just get Chinese boxes all day long. <laughs> yeah, which are empty, by the way. Uh, at least the last I saw half of them are empty yeah yeah I saw a video a a trucker took and said look at this port I've never seen it like this ever in my life ever it's empty yeah Um, yeah some of the pictures are crazy I I saw some pictures from uh, Nevada City that were crazy of uh, and the guy said it was uh, it was on Nevada City Scenics in case anyone wants to look it up Um, but it was um uh, he said it was like 8.30 at night. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never seen that town look like that at 8.30 at night, maybe at 3 in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's pretty well, pretty, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, everybody, but but everybody's got to pass through the same grocery stores, right? Yeah, right, right. So right. people are grocery shopping, and that's about it. Um, most businesses are shut down. Of course, you know, the, 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 the gas station, liquor store, uh, Speedwave, Old Flyers, Brunswick, that's open. Um, Safeway's open. Most of the takeout, you can where you can get takeout. I've been getting pizzas about every other day. Um, but other than that, no, people aren't going into Nevada City. The restaurants are shut down. Uh, the, the, like you said, the theaters, the restaurants, I mean, everything's just, just shut down. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I did not I, like seeing that. It, was, it, it hit me harder than I thought it would. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, I know it'll be back and like that town has snow and that town has seasonal, you know, money coming in. So I know that they're, you know, everyone's used to hunkering down and everyone's used to there being an off season, but man, um, that was weird seeing no cars on that street (laughs) at eight at night. Yeah. Uh, it is, it's, it's weird. You know, we were right in the middle of a rehearsal, uh, process to open up a show, at off broad street and it got shut off yeah i I work at the local i work at the local theater in canoga park and we had uh, a high school musical rehearsing in there and i had to tell them that day the day we shut down i was like well uh, you sort of have to leave the mayor said so and they they were i was i was just gonna say i was one of these guys early on i was like oh come on man give it a couple days man i I think by next thursday we'll be through this thing and 
well, you know, we don't need to cancel this thing. Let's keep rolling. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what I felt. I mean, I still have a tinge of that too, anyway, because I'm anxious and I, I, I'm, I, I want to be a tough guy like that, you know, you know, but I'm cooperating with everything. But at first I was just like, I wrote a letter to my boss and I was like, this is unnecessary. It's going to cost me money. I canceled other stuff to book these dates. You know, they had me booked out for a bunch of work. So I was like, I was like kind of mad at him, you know, but then ultimately, you know, it wasn't him making the decision either, but yeah, who knows? So the, the, four, so the 405 is empty, huh? Everything is empty. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I mean, people are bustling. Like or, people huh? are, but people are bustling generally around their neighborhoods. Um, and so there's traffic, but like the freeways are notably empty. And like the downtown, yeah. you know, downtown is empty. The beaches are empty. You know, the like hiking trails and stuff, people are going to those. But other than that, yeah. you know, it's like you'll see cars parked here and there, but things are quiet at night. I had never, I had never envisioned Los Angeles to be, to be this dead. It, see, it feels like uh, Northern California, Grass Valley, Nevada City, you know, <laughs> but all the time now. Yeah. I mean, I've been having fantasies of jumping on my Harley and not coming back for a month, but I don't know where I'd go. Exactly. So. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> I guess I guess Wyoming Wyoming's open for business. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's uh, there's Wyoming and like one or two other states right around there are open. It stands to reason because it's the you can get the most space between you. <laughs> yeah, Wyoming no, no problem. Well, my neighbor, he's from Wyoming, and I'm telling him, man, we, we need to go get it. Let's, let's, let's get a ranch, and let's go hang out, man, because this is for the birds, man. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> hey, man, I'm so glad that uh, I got to connect with you. I know I missed uh, your call earlier when I was in between tapings. Uh, I actually taped, like, two things today. Um, but, man, it's great to talk to you. Uh, we'll have to talk again. I'm probably going to wrap it up in a couple minutes here. Um, yes, Bob. but just cool hearing like, uh, the perspective from in, uh, up in the North and my old theater buddies and, uh, Darren Driscoll, man. Thank you for calling. Hey, good talking to you, bud. I'll, we'll talk soon. Yeah. I'll give you a heads up and I hope you'll call in again or I'll, I'll buzz you. Yes, brother. Take care of yourself. Oh, and, uh, take care of Jan and John for me. I love those guys. Give them hugs. I will. Um, we're doing what we can, bud. All right. I'll see you soon. Yeah. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. There he goes. Darren Driscoll. Quality of the call, five stars. Uh, a little latency, I would say. Um, but what a good old buddy, man. That guy. I would send him, he's a sound guy. I would send him messages when I was putting this whole thing together. He's probably still laughing at me. Um, you know, about like, oh, what do I plug this part into? I don't understand. Let me send you this picture of this thing. <laughs> That's what I do with everybody. Um, so thank you for uh, coming by, spending your morning with us. I'm trying to publish these in the morning because that's when I listen to my podcasts. So I'm just trying to give back to that community of uh, you're the achievers. You're up on that pull-up bar early in the morning. I know that. Brewing that coffee. We're going to do a coffee show. This was like a sort of a weird music show. Just going to do them all, man. You let me know what you like. If you don't like anything, don't send me shit. I don't want to know what you don't like. It's fine. 
if you don't like the podcast, subscribe to it, okay? If you do like the podcast, subscribe on iTunes, all right? Write a review if you want. Go over, no matter whether you like the podcast or not, to Patreon and give me $5. There's a great joke over there on Patreon, okay? The first tier of membership is super funny. You can find it funny. Thanks for listening. Take care. If you're claustrophobic, just stay inside. Don't put that mask on. But other than that, put on the mask. Brought to you three times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance.